whether you're a suburban athlete or an Olympic champion, you've got to work hard to get results. We've put over 15 years' experience into developing Active Man, combining vitamins, minerals, and proteins. Active Man helps provide you with the nutrients you need to optimize performance and assist recovery. Discover the Active Man range, now available. Active Man, power up. Welcome to this week's YouTube video slash Power Progress podcast. And what I thought I'd do this week is to give you a bit of an insight exactly what I've been doing with my nutrition. That's what I'm going to really hound in this week. I will cover a little bit about exercise, but what I must say is I've decided over these last, when it's been week five, to shred down for my next challenge and as I'm doing a show, which I won't be revealing on this video, but what I've kind of been doing, just to give you a bit of a background, is since last year, around about December was my last fitness show, I've literally been on a gain tame all year up to this point. And that means that I've kind of been managing my eating, still been working out, but I think the key, which I'll go into in a bit, is I've been tracking everything. And I'll go into a bit more detail about that once I've covered what I call the flexible lifestyle approach, which for myself, who's a busy adult, I've coached other people in the past, I do now, all about managing everything around, obviously, their lifestyle. They're very busy, so you really need to work things out for yourself. And there's lots of things out there which can really confuse you. But the most important thing is you need to make sure whatever you do, it's sustainable. But yeah, so just to go back, so I've done literally from a gain tain into a shred. And I've given myself five weeks with the shred to be on stage. But what I must say is my condition was pretty good. Literally off the back of the last show where I was sitting around about 68 kilograms. I've only went up as much as 75 kilograms and around about 10% body fat. So at that standpoint, I knew I could shift enough weight to be ready for a show. So I give myself five weeks. Let me go into that in a bit. But what I want to cover is this flexible diet approach. So if you listen to this and you're thinking, what is that? What exactly do you do in terms of having it more flexible in order to still keep yourself on track? So... You may want to note this down, E-M-N-R-H. So they're the different letters. So you might want to write that by down the side of a page or put it on your phone, because this is a way how you can really remember. At one point, I'll probably put a clever acronym with it, but for now, these are the points. So there's five points total. So the first point is energy. What's key to this is making sure that your energy input and your output matter. They're the most important factors for weight loss, for maintaining, for weight gain. That is the most important factor. If you want to lose weight, then you want to be burning more than what you're eating. Yeah, overall, that's key. So that's number one. Obviously, when it comes to maintenance, you want to obviously have the same amount. So as in what you're eating is the same amount as what you're burning. And if you want to gain weight, you want to be obviously having a surplus. You want to be eating more than what you're burning. So they're the general concept, but energy output is king for that. So all these other principles will not matter if you don't get that right for one of these three things. 
So I just want to make that clear. Because a lot of people kind of guessing in a way, aren't they? That they think they might be losing weight. I mean, I'm talking about weight loss because that tends to be an area where most people want to do. But either it's for maintenance and gaining weight. You can hear people saying, oh, it's impossible for me to gain weight. But the reality is you're not having enough calories. Okay. Anyway, I'll cover that a bit more in a sec. The second one is the M, and that is macros matter. So someone that spoke to me said, look, Nate, let's just say, for example, I didn't eat anything all day, and I decided to have a really sort of processed type of meal in the evening. Would I lose weight? I mean, obviously, he wasn't going to do that, but he just asked that question. I said, you will lose weight, definitely. The trouble is, it may not change your shape. So you might be like a round type of person, holding visceral fat due to lots of external factors. And if you go on a weight loss journey, you'll lose weight, but you'll still be the same shape, possibly. That's where the macronutrients come in because that's what's gonna sculpt the body. That's the likes of the protein, your fats, and your carbs. Now these two factors I'll put right at the top because number one, the energy matter, and number two, the macronutrients matter. Not to mention the next point, which is your N, and that is nutritious food is important. And I'd say, depends on where you're at, whether you're trying to maintain or whether you're putting on muscle or whether you're losing weight, you want to be sitting anything between 70% to 90% of your intake, okay? So just weigh that up in your head right now and think, actually, I'm probably having about 70% nutritious food. Or you might be going, actually, I probably don't. Right, so these are super important for health as much as obviously your body not holding on to visceral fat and these other sources of fat. So again, that's another point to consider. Next one is the R and that is routine. But more importantly, there's loads of plans out there. There's intermittent fasting, there's little and often, the GI, there's keto diet, there's lots of different ones. But just remember, what you're better off doing is to fit the plan what suits your routine because you have to make it sustainable. And someone said to me the other day, oh, I don't have breakfast in the morning. Does that matter? I should be having breakfast, shouldn't I? And I'll say, not necessarily. They said, but it's the most important meal of the day. And my answer to that is, it's not breakfast the most important meal of the day. It's your first meal is the most important of the day because that sets you up for the rest. So whether you choose to do intermittent fasting, which might go on that you have your first meal at one o'clock, or whether you're up first thing like I am where I choose that I like having a decent breakfast in the morning, these things matter with your routine. Because like I said, you won't sustain it. In the end, you'll give up with it. Especially a busy adult like myself, I know what works for me, and I've tried and tested all these different ones. I like to do like a fast day sometimes, or maybe a fast two days. If I'm going to do that, I do it on the days where I know I don't have to wake up crack of dawn and do loads of uh, sort of moving around and hit class, what I intend to do, and have to have a lot of energy for other people. So if I'm going to do the intimate fasting, I'll do it on the days where it's a bit more relaxed. But that's my choice. But you, you might be a businessman and you might be on business for the day and you wake up and you just don't have breakfast. You'd rather wait until later and that's totally fine. It could be a hairdresser, you might be female hairdresser just say and you tend to find that you're quite you snack a lot so therefore you can choose healthy snacks 
But like I said, going back to the, what we've already discussed, you need an E, manage the energy, M, manage your macros, and N, make sure 70 to 90% nutritious food, and this one, routine, needs to work for you. And finally, H, hydration is key, yeah? If you're the type that don't drink any water, or not much, it may be something you need to be conscious of. I'm not going to go into low depth about how much water you should drink, but just remember, you can check by your urine whether you're drinking enough. Other factors I do want to cover with this is alcohol, and obviously if you're going to have Coke, and all these other additional fruit juices, you need, really need to consider these factors with this hydration, and we all know what alcohol can do to you. They're actually supposed to drop testosterone by three days which female and male needs that it's better for decision making it's better to make it how it makes an impact how you feel so i tend to find alcohol is a big factor with discipline it really is but if you're the type that you drink alcohol then you just got to manage that if you don't want to reduce that then it may be something you may want to consider or altogether you don't want to get rid then that may be something you need to consider as well so I wanted to cover that first. Right. So now let me go into what my five weeks has been about. So before this week, the week before, I was on 3,000 calories a day, which is my gain tain. So what I mean by gain tain is I'm sitting around about maintenance really, but I'm still lifting heavy and I'm doing my best to keep my fat low as possible. So just to give you an insight on that. So then I had to adjust it quick. And I adjusted this based on my activity, which my ad, I sleep with my Fitbit and everything's tracked, all my steps is tracked, okay? So I know in order for me to burn as much calories as quick as possible, I needed to do this, just to set the scene. I want to do it in three, but I knew I had five weeks. So I was sitting at 75 kilograms and I wanted to drop at my stage weight which was just under 70 kilograms, okay? I'm happy with that weight. So what I knew from a calculation, if I wanted to do that in three weeks, I need to roughly burn three to four pounds in a week. And just a little bit of a side note, if you're based on calories or energy burn, you need to burn 3,500 calories to burn one pounds, okay? Of good weight. So, let me set this in for you. I know I was sort of, running on 28,000 calories I was burning in a week. Yeah, 28,000, just so you know that. So initially, I tried to drop my calories down to two, which means over the course of a week that would be 14,000, which would give me four pounds of energy burn, wouldn't it? Because if I'm burning 28,000, but I'm eating 14,000, that would leave the 14,000, which means 3,500 calories, would burn one pounds times that by four would equal 14,000 calories. So that's what I was trying to achieve. So week one, I will pop it on the screen anyway, there you go. So this is from the 8th of August to the 14th, and as you can see, I've based it on Monday to Sunday, yeah? And that was my week. So as you can see, as an average, it was 2,059 calories, which I achieved that four pounds weight loss. In fact, it ended up being more that week. I ended up burning six, seven pounds, which is amazing how that shock of your body can happen that way. But as you can see, my, 
my protein was 36%, which my aim is to get that up quick as possible. But let me just talk you through my roughly what that week consisted of. So again, because I'm busy, I'm on the road a lot, what I based it on is morning was either overnight oats, which was 60 grams of organic oats, half a teaspoon of chai seeds, two scoops of protein, whether it was the Biosynergy coconut, the Biosynergy peanut, or it was the brownie chocolate protein. I'd mix it between the three, and I'd have two scoops, which will give me anything, depends on the brand, but it'll give me, let's just say, around about 35 grams of protein. So I had that day before, it was in the fridge, obviously I had water, mixed all up, put it in the fridge, and I had that if I never had time to make my eggs on toast. And that was my first two breakfasts. So either an eggs on toast combination, I use ancient seed bread or superseded bread, and I'd make that in the morning, toast the bread, one bit, two eggs, whole eggs, or maybe I'll get an egg white and mix some egg whites with it. And that was pretty much my go-to. Them two to start with in the morning. If I woke up early enough, I'd have the eggs. If I didn't, I took the overnight oats. Right, the lunchtime, from there, I'd stretch it right out. And in between that, I'd have a protein shake or a protein bar. So then I'd stretch my lunch around about 3, 4 o'clock. Now, if I had time... I'd go home and I'd make a stir-fry, which consists of a pack of mushrooms, pack of stir-fry veg, and I'd mix that between two bits of tuna, two bits of salmon, or two bits of chicken. If I didn't have time, I'd go to Subway's, double chick roasted chicken, in a Subway box, all the salads, and I'd put the sauce on the side, to which I'd have Southwest sauce or barbecue. Southwest is high calorie, by the way. So that would be my strategy for the day. And in the evenings, Sarah and I pretty much have quite a healthy evening meal, but I was just conscious of making sure I kept the protein high. So I managed the carbs, and the carbs would consist of either sweet potato, rice, it would be uh, the French beans, lentil, barbecue beans, which they would be microwave based. So they're quick and easy, plenty of veg on my plate. And again, it will be whatever, I'd range it between 3% mints, what I'd do with that, would that be chili, or bolognese or something like that, or I'd have fajitas, which is another option with lots of veg, have it with a wrap. It could be salmon root mash with broccoli and green beans. We even made a healthy green uh, Thai green curry with bassa fillets, so I mixed it up in the evening and I found that really satisfying, and I'd have that around about 8 o'clock. Again, just to cover the evening meal, a lot of people say, yeah, but um, is it right to say that if you eat too late, it's not good for you. My answer to that, listen to your body. Your biofeedback will tell you, as in how your body responds after. If you have it and you're struggling to sleep, you feel overwhelmed, then it doesn't suit you. But for me, I could pretty much eat, I'll go to bed, sleep like a baby. But there's no links at all, there's enough studies to prove this that it's going to aid in you keeping the weight or not going to lose enough weight. So I really want to cover that. So for me, I want to be satisfied before I go to sleep that night. Because otherwise, if I go to bed with an empty stomach, I'm not going to sleep. And we all know the importance of having a good sleep. So that works for me. And just to go over that again, morning, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning. So I'd have a 
as another side one, I'd have my apple cider vinegar, which is organic, comes with a mother. I'd have a tablespoon, tablespoon of uh, lemon, fill it up with water, stir it, and I'd drink it. The alternative to that would be an apple cider gummy, gummy with the mother. So I'd want to cover that first. Then I'd down a pint of water, then I'd have my meal. Go to work, and the first one tends to be a class, so I'm doing it with them. So that's why I had to get that breakfast in. Then obviously I'll be back to back all over the place, training clients everywhere. So whether it's in the gym or whether I'm on my app or whether I'm training at the other gym or I'm at people's homes. That's why I stretch the time. That's why I'm so on the go as well. That's where I'd have my shake or protein bar. Three, four o'clock lunch and then eat the meal around about eight o'clock because I don't finish work until half seven. So that's my busy day what I tend to have. Right, so that was week one. So that's from the 8th to the 14th. And again, I burned two, I, I ate 2,059, and that was 14,000 calories I ate in a week. Let's go on to the week after. Right, so I'll pop up on the screen. Week after, as you can see, it's still around about 2,000 on average a day, but the proteins went up. So that's what I want to do, get the protein up. Now this week, my conscious response was that I wanted to make sure I had the eggs on toast more rather than having the overnight oats because the week before I only had the eggs on toast twice the other days I just couldn't get up early enough probably because it, you know what, I'm going to be honest it wasn't important enough for me whereas this particular week I really wanted to clean up my act a bit more I want to come away a bit more from the protein shakes you see so therefore out of this week I managed to have my eggs on toast, egg whites was in I think one of the days I added baked beans with it, which was lovely, I had that with one bit of toast. But I would depleted out the overnight oats a bit more. I didn't have it as much. Okay, I think, I think this particular week, I, I had them um, out of the course of the week, I only had overnight oats three times, which was much better than what it was a week before. So yeah, the lunches, again, it stayed the same. It was the salad. I think I managed to get home more for the um, stir fries, just because I got better at the stir fries. Got quicker, more efficient at them. I mean, tuna it takes you six minutes to make tuna, so that was the good thing. That was a really good, uh, quick, easy meal if I wanted my stir fry. And again, the evening meals, I reduced down the carbs a little tiny bit more, but I still kept the dishes. We, we tend to have the same dishes every week, so we We might mix it up a little bit. I think on one of the evenings it was um, we had lean burgers. What we had in one of them, which was really tasty. We used a three percent mince. So it's good. It's amazing how much you can become a bit of a food ninja with these, these ingredients, what you have, to make sure you can manipulate your macros and your, and your um, calories. Side note as well, if I really felt like having something um, sweet, just say, if I was really desperate in the evening, I'd have the options hot chocolate, but it wouldn't be something I'd have every day, it'd be an aid. Same as through the day, if I felt like I wanted something, the odd Diet Coke, Coke Zero, whatever it is, I'd have just to just to carve that appetite when needed to. So that's good. That was that week. That was probably the only adjustments that particular week. I have to say as well, on the Sunday, I was still going out to have my roast dinners. But again, I'd have the gravy on the side and they, they would be getting leaner. I was being a bit more careful with the roast dinners. But I almost felt like a little, little bit of a get out outside rather than having to make everything myself, which makes a big difference. It's almost like a, you know, after it's about your brain, isn't it? It's about making sure it's satisfied. So that was that week. 
that was between the 15th and the 21st. As you can see, the protein went up and uh, I think the fat come down a little tiny bit more. So the week after, so this is the 22nd to the 28th. So this week, bear in mind it was my birthday on the 28th as well, which is really interesting. Protein went up, went up to 41%. And this week, I wanted to deplete out the overnight oats even more. So this week, I got the overnight oats just once, this particular week. And I was definitely having the stir fries a lot more at the house. Again, I just got so much better at it, that was all. And it would become more of an importance to get back. And it was amazing how I was juggling these things. I mean, one day I knew I had um, my client Luke at Sean's, which is quite near my house. And I knew I had a gap before it. So I come back, made the food, went and trained Luke and come back and have my lunch. So I started becoming even more efficient at my time with making sure I got these things in. Um, the egg whites was coming in a bit more to play to keep the protein high. Started having the avocado in on the weekends, actually. So I started having my scrambled egg and avocado in toast, which Sarah really enjoys that as well. But in terms of my um, birthday, which which we saw that as the, well, Saturday, we um, we knew we was going to a restaurant, uh, Avika's, which is a really nice restaurant. It's sort of, um, sort of Asian, I, I suppose. And I already planned what I was going to have in the evening. And what I'd done is I sacrificed my lunch and just made sure my protein was high. And the reason why I sacrificed the lunch, because if it, either of it was not quite as what I thought, at least I had a day to make it up. As it stood, it was a reasonable day, it was good. I had chicken skewers, and I had the sweet potato fries, and uh, we had these ad adamant beans to start, that's all I had, and I had a coffee afterwards, so that, I kept it well on track anyway. And on the Sunday, we went for a nice walk at um, this area in Northumberland, and then we went to Annick for roast dinner. So we sort of had to think outside the box of ways to keep ourselves on track. Because it was my birthday, so I wanted to feel like we're doing stuff for my birthday. But obviously it's super important, the shred, ready for the stage. But as you can see that week, it dropped the calories, which was intentional. I dropped it at 1,897, because I really wanted to push it. And I didn't quite achieve getting under 70 kilograms on the Saturday. But if we go on to the next week which this week would be the, the 29th into the 4th, I weighed myself on that 29th and I was 68.8 kilograms. So I technically hit my show goal, what I wanted to achieve. So that was brilliant. I know I'm good on that weight on show day. If I drop a bit more, brilliant, it's fine. But I know as a relief, it's took me three weeks, which I kind of planned. But a little bit of a backtrack. And on that week one where I said I got down to, um, I lost seven pounds, although the calculator said I should have lost four. Well, here's what's interesting, now the body tries to, because it's about survival. So I went into homeostasis, what it tries to do, so it obviously slowed down my metabolism, because the following week, I only lost another two pounds. So if you think about it, week one, I lost seven, week two, I lost two, but then I should have lost on the calculation eight, so it still meant I was a bit above time because I lost nine pounds in total. But then the week after, I only lost a couple more pounds. It was mad. It started keeping hold of it, although my calories dropped a bit more. So on the calculator, I should have dropped to 12, but I think I only lost around about an extra couple, two, I think it might have even been two pounds maybe. 
I think it was only lost at 11. So it's amazing. And then it's been sticking ever since. It's only lost a little bit. Although I still think what's been good is I feel like I feel replenished with the muscles. I've been sleeping better. So all that's really good. So it's amazing how it works. But yeah, so that particular week, again, I've started depleting out the, the bars. So no more protein bars. The overnight oats is finished. I haven't been having that anymore. So they're the biggest changes on this particular week. Roasting on the Sunday went. I'm not having that anymore. So then it's gone to the week just gone, which the only difference being really, as you can see, I'm going to pop it on the screen, which is the 29th to the 4th. That Sunday. So this Sunday shocked me because um, we went to Mount Maison. We had it planned before I started prepping for um, Sarah's friend's birthday. And when I put all the calories in for this tapas we had, couldn't believe it come to 933. So that particular day, you know what, I would have liked this week to be a bit lower, if I'm honest, but at least it went to 1916 and my protein was still really high. So that was good. And even I just had to slum it with a little small salad um, just to make sure I ate something with a bit of chicken. But that was really hard. The Sunday just gone was probably the biggest struggle. But I managed to achieve it and woke up, I think it was Monday just gone, and it dropped down a little bit under. So I think now I'm 69.5. So, but it's madness, isn't it? When I look at that calculator, overall, over them four weeks, the calculator shows I should have lost 16 pounds. But in effect, let's work that on my head. What would have been? So instead, if I started, at, yeah, I suppose it's still kind of there. So it's still kind of reached that point. So it's still pretty good, maybe a little bit behind. So, but it just shows that you're not going to lose exactly what the calculator says, but trust the process because it will come off just like the calculator. So this is the most accurate to get it. I know it's random how they worked out to calculating calories was done in the lab, but it's the best we can go with at the moment. And it certainly does work. And obviously I'm not going to pop this week because I haven't lived this week, but this is week five. And what I'm going to do, I've upped up my step count even more. So I'm doing more walking, upped up the step count, where I'm doing step master and all that sort of stuff. And now there's no protein bars, no overnight oats. So I'm depleted out the milk now because I was, I was having the odd skim milk cappuccino and I was having white coffee. But that's just went down to black coffee now. So no dairy now this week. So all the dairy's gone. There's no protein shakes, no protein bars. It's just purely this week. If I need to snack, it'll be a case of getting a pack of chicken, because like I said, I'm on the fly, and I'll be having the the stir fries in in the afternoon. The only the only sauce I'm having is this pepper sauce, which basically I, I measure it in a tablespoon, and I just have one of them, and it's about one calorie. But either that, I've dropped right down just to give something a bit of flavour. But otherwise, it's pretty much plain as it possibly can be this week just towards that show um, and yeah the, the usual stuff just uh, I don't really do that much in terms of water depletion or all that it's just a day before I just have a little bit less water in the evening I have like a bit more of a I suppose a bit more of a fattier meal so I'll, I'll stick on what I have is a is a lean steak well fillet steak and I'll make my own sort of um, sweet potato fries and I'll, I won't go with any oil maybe just one or two sprays and I'll have that with veg and I'll have a fried egg and that might just give me that little bit of something the day before. 
But yeah, that's pretty much it. I thought it'd be really good to just explain my shred right now. Because a lot of people have been interested. They've been asking, how's your body changed so quickly at the moment? So I thought I'd share that with you so you can have a look. I'm not going to go massively into the workouts, but basically, because my step count's always so high, I do my hit every day which with, with my clients. That takes care of the invigorous side, and it takes care of my step count. And I've pretty much just been doing four weight sessions in a week. And that's been a leg day, uh, it's been a chest and back day, a shoulder day, and then just a little bits all round really on one of the days. And that's it, I've just been doing four. I dread my, when I'm shredding, because my energy goes, I choose because I feel from the data of research and trying it out myself, I would drop my reps because I'd rather keep my strength in rather than keeping the reps in and losing strength. So I choose to do that because the body will, I like to think from lifting, keeping out them weights in, it would signal to my brain to keep the muscle better. Certainly find it's worked for me. When in the past, when I went for the higher reps, it's ripped through my muscle. So I've chosen to do that better and it's worked for me. But yeah, I hope you found this interesting. Please leave a comment if you want me to do this sort of stuff again. I will be vlogging the show day anyway. And I won't be saying exactly what show it is or anything like that in this video. But look out for it. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe. Hit that bell button if you're on the YouTube, of course. And obviously leave a like, leave comments. And if you're on the podcast, it'd be great for you to leave a feedback as well. Honestly, it's been great for you following me. I love getting your feedback. I love hearing what you'd like to speak, what sort of stuff you want me to speak about. So please leave comments where necessary. And you know what? I'll let you go. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon.